So as we continue to watch the election season, as we get closer and closer to 2024, the Democrats are starting to ramp up their pandering to black people to get you back out there to vote for them. Now they know the hot topic is reparations. Now we say reparations is cash payments. If it's not cash payments, it's not reparations. It's just some other program that they're giving out. And anytime they say, well, this is reparations. And if you don't have a cash payment, then we need to greatly reject that and say, that's not reparations. Um, not at all. And uh, take that somewhere else because we need cash payments to catch up with the wealth gap that's in this country, which all this was done by design to black Americans at the turn of the century, black Americans had, you know, over 20 million acres of land. And now you look at it at the end of the 20th century, the land is all gone, stolen by the white supremacists. And everyone knows that land equals wealth. They took it through eminent domain. They took it through terrorism. They took it by burning the deeds at the courthouse and say, Oh, it's not your land anymore. So now we're going to auction it. They've done that to black people in the history of this country. It is not logical to lose that much land unless that was done by design. When you look at the black homeless population and why are we leading the, we are the worst of the worst in every single category in this country because it's done by design. It's just not human interaction or just what human beings do. Because when you get out of this country and you go to other countries and you, when you see people that doesn't target black people in the way they target them here in this country, you see black people just doing their thing and black people not having certain problems that you have in here. You don't have a mass incarceration problem in other countries. You got to think about it. China has billions of people there. This country, what, 300 and some odd million? How is it that this country lock up more people than China? They run around saying they're so much better than China. But yet China don't even lock up the amount of people that they should. And China should have a high, you know, prison in population because of the particular population of the, the country. So how is it the United States have more people in prison than China It's done by design. The sabotage of the black man and woman of America. When you have a home and these appraisers come and devalue your home, which hurts you on sales. And there's been proven several times. They've done this by the color of our skin. Once again, all the things that you see happen to black people as a collective is done by design just as much as all the people you see coming across the border. That's done by design too. Cause let's think about that. They say it costs thousands of dollars to get people across into the United States paid to the coyotes. Now the coyote is the name they use for the people who are the guides. These people come from third world countries. They don't have money like that. So who's funding them and they're coming in droves. Who's funding them. Once again, that's done by design. They're using those people and really those people is going to be the new slaves. This is why they're trying to push black people out the cities to put them there because they want them to be the, the new, uh, low wage, low earning workers and, and, 
And they're not going to pay them much, not going to give them no pension, not going to take care of them, nothing. That's what they want for them to do. Black folk, you are no longer needed for that because you got rights and you know what's – so they, they don't want to deal with you. So they are importing all those people here. That's the prior, That's the plan. When Kamala went down there to Latin American countries and South America and told them don't come, right after that, more of them came. What did she say behind the scenes? She said, you know, I got to get on camera. I got to say this, right? So reparations is not only about quote unquote repair reparations is about dealing with the sabotage of black Americans. When you have a 14 trillion wealth gap, that's done by design folks It's done by design. So the Democrats have come out now because see, you know, Clyburn just told you, hell no, you're not getting cash payments, right? That's what he told you. Now you got Corey Bush and Barbara Lee from California coming out, speaking about a new initiative called reparations now. So I want you to hear this, you know, video, they just put this out. They all are excited and proud of this, but it's just more pandering, but let's go ahead and roll that. All of this happened, not in spite of the federal government, <laughs> but because of it, yeah. because of the U S federal government. 10 of the first 12 presidents of this nation enslaved black people. President James K. Polk traded enslaved black folks, enslaved Africans at the White House. We're told through the Oval Office. There have been 1,500 more enslavers of black people than black people who have served as members of Congress. As my staff said earlier today, every single black person that serves in the United States Congress is a miracle. The Supreme Court's Dred Scott case, that decision that was heard in St. Louis in my district, holding that black people could not be U.S. citizens. Folks that they brought here, that they exploited, that they stole, kidnapped. We're trying to find one kidnapped person. We changed all the media media focuses on this one kidnapped person, usually white. The U.S. stole 12 million people. But the Supreme Court decision holding that black people could not be U.S. citizens was decided by a majority that included five slaveholding justices. This is not just a matter of our country's history, but it is a matter for which America must provide reparations if we desire a prosperous future for all. We know that we continue to live under slavery's vestiges. We know how slavery has perpetuated Jim Crow. We know how slavery's impacts live on today from the black-white wealth gap to voter suppression, to segregation and redlining, to disparities in infant mortality rates and other health outcomes. (laughs) When the black-white wealth gap is $14 trillion, It's unjust and it wouldn't happen in a just and fair and equitable society. 
let me just add. So those are not the natural consequences of human society. None of that. They are directly caused by our federal government's role in the enslavement and exploitation of Africans, of black people throughout our history. Shows us that reparations really can't just be an idea, but they are a moral imperative. Reparations have the potential to address longstanding disparities, racial disparities, economic disparities, again, making liberty and justice for all, truly for all. This resolution, it, it couldn't come at a more important time. As my home state, and I, yes, I'm very proud of my home state of California. Uh, I spoke before the Reparations Task Force at their final meeting a couple of weeks ago, and we're beginning to make progress for the work that's being done by our Reparations Task Force, and I'm proud of California for leading the way, but I want our country, I want our country to follow suit. It's far past time for the federal government to catch up and to make sure that Congress understands that it must move forward. And yes, thanks to the leadership of Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee, who has followed in the footsteps of our late beloved Congressman John Conyers and shepherded H.R. 40, we're closer today than we ever have been before. Right. Closer today. I have worked, worked, many of you may know, that I did work for Ron Dellums, a great warrior for justice, who was one of the second, after Congressman Conyers supported H.R. 40. This is way back in the day. And when I came to Congress, one of the first bills that I co-sponsored was H.R. 40. And so this is not new for me. This is not new for any of us here. When we, after the murder of Mr. George, George Floyd in 2020, we all witnessed a national moment of reckoning, racial injustice, and began organizing. Congresswoman Sheila Jackson Lee successfully advanced H.R. 40 through the Judiciary Committee last Congress. Yeah. Through the Judiciary Committee. I sat there almost all night for that. And so we know that this can be done. We know it can be done. Uh, and now we began our efforts uh, to build a commission on truth, racial healing and transformation and of course our truth commission the transformation aspect of it is reparations yeah. it's not about reconciliation because there's nothing to reconcile it's about transformation it's about dismantling these systems of oppression and these systems of discrimination and repairing the damage so i just want to nothing those ladies said were anything about cash payment reparations when you keep hearing the terms equity, I heard that word mentioned. Well, for all, for all, for all, you can't even stick the script and say, let's talk about black Americans. We're not talking about all people. We're talking about black Americans. Black Americans is the one that had their millions of acres of land stolen. Black Americans were the ones that mass incarcerated. Black Americans were the ones that have a, uh, a school to prison pipeline. Black Americans have been terrorized by the race soldiers since the inception and say of Babylon. Why can't you keep the conversation on black Americans? But see, they're doing this ladies and gentlemen, because they got to get you back out there to vote for Biden. That's what it is. And so they want, they, what they're doing is that strategy of, well, let's put the carrot in front of them, give them some hope that they can get some reparations and they, and, and you constantly chasing the carrot. And you will never get to the carrot. You'll never get to it. 
because they they'll put you on the on circles constantly. Then you heard them mention the HR forty. Listen, when you know when you hear them talking about HR forty, you know just to stop listening to it. HR forty is a scam. At this point, I don't want to hear no talk about no HR forty, Barbara Lee or Corey Bush. I don't want to hear talk about it when y'all are sending billions of dollars to Ukraine on this podcast alone. I showed you the website foreignassistance.gov and you could take the clicker and go to every country where our tax dollars go to and they don't have no commission to do it. They don't have no study to do it. They don't have no uh, uh, plebiscites. They don't have no uh, uh, focus groups. They don't have no uh, analysts, nothing. Everybody start getting checks cut. But when it comes to black folk, well, we need a study well, we need a commission. Well, we need this. We need that. Just say no. I respect you more if you just say no. Like Clyburn, hell no, you're not getting it. At least when Clyburn said that, he's up front with it. Of course, that's been his 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 uh mindset. I, and once again, not speaking about Clyburn, stop running up on Clyburn. At this point, what's the point? The man, the man is a straight up raccoon. Why are you asking him anything? You already know what he's going to say. He told you many times before. He's not going to do anything, period. He's happy. He's getting his reparations. That's it. Move on. But they need you to come out and vote. That's what I say. All them people you importing in, that's your new voters right there. Why are you asking black people to come vote? Why? That is your new voters. Since you're pushing black people out, in their neighborhoods in Chicago, well, tell them to go vote for you, those people you're putting up. I mean, seriously, black people, tell them that. Okay, since since you want to, you got an Asian bill, and a black person breathes on an Asian, and, and, and they get a hate crime charge. So, so, so since you're protecting the Asian, you're protecting the LGBT, you're protecting everybody from the third world, fine, no problem. Let them vote for you. And, and, and we should, and we should just take the posture of one or two things. Either I'm going to sit it out cause I don't want to vote for none of y'all. No party I want to vote for, or I'm going to do a protest vote and just vote for the other side. I've said that many times before. And it's like black folks. I told you many times that you participate in your own oppression. Cause you keep going out voting for the people that's putting you in dire straits. I mean, how much more are you going to have these people play with you? Reparations now. Let's go back to it. Barbara Lee was up there when Obama was in office. Why, why reparations wasn't done then? When we had a Democrat Congress and a Democrat president, why reparations weren't done back then? Why we couldn't get a permanent civil rights bill? Why couldn't we get a permanent voting rights bill? Y'all had the chances to do it. Y'all didn't do it. And you're playing a game because, you know, good and well, Kevin McCarthy is not going to play games with y'all with this. this, this, That's what makes it more disrespectful. You could actually play a little bit if you had a Democrat Congress all the way around. Maybe you could play a little bit with it. But come on, you that's not going to happen with them. It's not. A study? Nobody playing no games with y'all because y'all not serious. You're not serious. Now, Corey Bush, you said there's a $14 trillion wealth gap between black America and white America. This is what you said. 
yet I didn't hear you say nothing that, okay, the way we close this wealth gap is cash payments, lineage-based cash payments for reparations. Lineage-based, though. Not, not for discrimination, not for racism, but lineage-based reparations. They didn't mention anything about cash payments. They kept using their buzzwords, equity, all, that they love the word equity. That's their favorite word. Law, that's their favorite word. It's amazing how they tell them, okay, you got to speak these talking points. See, that's why I can't be in no organized groups because I can have somebody tell me, okay, this is what you go say, Phil. Every time you talk about this, this is what you say. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I don't want to. But the Democrat Party, ladies and gentlemen, are playing games with you. They are. And don't be surprised if people still go out and vote for them. That's the thing. Y'all have to understand, our community is so backwards in a lot of ways. It's crazy. It's utterly crazy. And black people, to be honest with you, is really not ready to take a radical stance on everything about us as black America. I remember, and this is something that affects all of us, and it really made me think that day. So I had a caller on on one of my shows some years ago. And this caller was a white lady. And she was talking about if black America really want to start separating ourselves from white people, we have to do it in every which way. And I say, okay, which, what is your suggestion? She said, the first thing you got to do all black Americans, she said, y'all should start a movement on this on your own that all of you should get rid of the white names that you bear. Is it because that's realistically the names, the last names that we have as black people is tied to a plantation owner. It's not, we, it's not tied to anything. Now the nation of Islam been on changing your name. They've been on that. You know, I've even had that discussion with my mother about, you know, shoot, you know, I, I don't like the fact that I got a, a, a slave owner's name as my last name. I said, I just don't like that. I really don't like it. I said, because, you know, I should be able to choose my own name wherever I want to choose it to be. And that's one way to start breaking away from the white supremacists. Cause no other group of people bear their names and we could change our own names anytime we could get ready. You know what I'm saying? Um, I know the minister has said, well, shoot, you know, you didn't pay. They didn't pay to give you the names. So why should you pay even to change it? If you don't want to pay, you could just say, no, I'm no longer this name. I'm this kind of like in the Bible. You know what I'm saying? How many times have they done that? You saw your name is changed to Paul. Nobody, he didn't pay for that. That was just what, what the law has said about him. So maybe something that we should all start thinking about that and say, look, we need to start you. We talk y'all been talking about delineation from you know, from, you know, in a diaspora, but when are we going to truly delineate from this white man? When are we going to start delineating? Because, you know, it's, I, I notice with our people is so y'all is so quick to attack black or attack African or attack Afro Latino or attack whatever form of black you got, but you're not quick to say, let's start a delineation campaign from these folks. But to be honest with you, a lot of you still wrapped up with these folks and you feel like this is your lot in life. And that's all you're going to do is these people. And these people really don't want us around. 
They don't. Because they wouldn't be importing the people they're importing in. So between the, the importing the, the, the new worker class and then the, the creation of AI and how that's going to come in and eliminate a lot of jobs, black people are going to be in dire straits. If you don't have your act together with your people, if you don't have a community or work with each other, these black politicians just love to play games. And, 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 and y'all, like I say, I saw, I was looking at the numbers from the last election, 87% of black people voted for Biden and 12% voted for Trump. 87% y'all 87% voted for Biden and 87% of you, which means the majority of black America, the majority of you got nothing. Everybody getting something out of your 87% vote, except you, you are the, are all the people that the Democrats should cater to. Nobody votes 87% for one particular party like you. Nobody. The LGBT don't vote like that for them. They're not even a, a big percentage of the population. And yet they get more. Asia's not a huge part of the population. They get more. Ukrainians is not even citizens of this country. They way across the, the water. They got a lot more out of, out of your 87% vote. Black people are like, when are you going to wake up? When are you going to wake up? It's like some of y'all, for me, y'all like being oppressed. Y'all like being underneath the foot of the, of the white man. I noticed, I, I, I really noticed that many times in my life. Because if you didn't like it, you wouldn't do the things that you do to stay up underneath the boot of the white supremacist. You wouldn't do that. You do everything possible to get the boot off your neck break the ankle of the white supremacists and, and get away from them. That's what, that's what you would do, but you're not trying to do that. You just want, you just want the boot just to be a little comfortable, you know, on your neck where it's there, but you don't really feel it there, but it's there. You know what I'm saying? You don't want the boot off your neck. You just, so you kind of get mad when the white supremacists are squeezing a boot on your neck and you actually feel the, the squeeze on the neck from the boot. You don't like that. So if he can just, just keep the boot on your neck, but you don't really feel it's there. Like, man, I don't feel like the boot on my neck no more, but I see it there, but I know that's the majority of you. And, and that comes from the 87% that voted for Biden in the last election. This man locked up black people, mass incarceration of black people. And Howard university gives him an honorary doctorate for humane letters. What is that? I never heard of that before. They just making up something to get this man. But that same university kicked out Dr. Francis Chris Wilson for telling the truth about these folks. Why didn't they have someone like Dr. Claude Anderson to go to Howard University and speak to the graduates? You know what I'm saying? Somebody who is respected. Somebody who can actually tell us what's going on or what's even coming down the pipe. But even Dr. Claude Anderson is getting tired of talking to you because you're hard-headed. If you follow what that brother would have said a long time ago, economically and politically, we wouldn't be in a condition that we're in. And that's why the Democrats play these games talking about reparations. Now they don't want you to have cash payments because they all benefit with masses foot on your neck. They get checks to keep you that way. They are paid deceivers. They're not paid to empower the black community. 
They could be nice people. Sure. They can be nice people. I'm not saying they're mean, but when the rubber meets the road and they got to keep their job, their job is to make sure to deceive you and keep you on the Democrat shield train and they get paid for it. And nothing really gets done for black people in their districts. They may help some individuals. Let's talk about Sheila Jackson Lee. They have individual people have said, yeah, Sheila Jackson Lee did this for me and that for me and that for me. But it's never been a collective of people say, man, Sheila did this in this district. And man, we honor Sheila. We're going to put up a shrine. We're going to put up a statue of Sheila Jackson Lee. Now, Sheila Jackson Lee loves the camera. And that's how she keeps her name out there. Everything that go on in Houston or wherever, she makes sure her face is out there. She, she got, she got that game down packed. Very good. She loves the camera, but what do she do? But she don't have to really do much or nothing because like I was told years ago about Al green, we know Al. That's what them older people told me. They know him. I said, what did he do for you? And they couldn't even answer. They got mad at me. They got, I, I never forget them. Old people got mad at me when, 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 when they about, Oh, they got They got hot with me. They got hot. Cause I asked them, what did he do for you? And none of them could answer. And that's the problem in our community. You send people up there to be an empty suit or an empty dress and they're collecting a check and they're sitting up there harming the communities that they represent by continuing white supremacy. Remember Corey Bush and Barbara Lee, they voted for that Asian hate crime bill. They sure did. They didn't stand up and say, Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. According to the FBI statistics, Black Americans are the number one victims of hate crimes from this year all the way back to when they start recording the data. So we need to make sure that we put black Americans and Asians on this bill. Oh, we're not going to vote for it. Now y'all can vote for it. If it passed, whatever, but we're not going to vote for it. We're actually going to come out and say it is racism because you have the data to prove why black Americans need a hate crime bill. We got the data. But yet you don't want to put them on there because they're not the right people you want. See, we had a real congressional black caucus. That would be the conversations. They will come out in unison and condemn what goes on in there. But no, they bought and paid for Clyburn. Like I said, look at South Carolina. They keep sending Clyburn back up there. And you wonder why the conditions that it is in South Carolina. Only this man give y'all is a fish fry. That's all this man got to give y'all. Listen, I can give you a fish fry. That's not really that much to do. It's a freaking fish fry. That's all it takes to impress y'all is a fish fry. Maybe I need to start doing that here in Houston. The, the, the Philip Scott fish fry weekend or something, fish fry, whatever. Maybe I should. And that's all it takes to impress you. My God. But these people like playing with y'all and they're going to keep playing with y'all until you stop voting for them at the root, the tune of 87%. And this black men and women doing this. Now the 12% that voted for Trump in the last election, that was more black men did that one. I know that much. And I can tell you that 12% that voted the majority of those black men are entrepreneurs, business owners, upper mobility, black men, even if you work blue collar, you still can be upper mobility. So I'm not talking blue collar, white collar because we understand certain policies would be better suited for entrepreneurship. 
The Democrats give no policies for entrepreneurship, nothing. How are we going to continue the black community if we don't have businesses? You keep begging for these people to give you a job, but yet they're not giving you a job. They're giving it to somebody from Venezuela or, or, or Guatemala. That's who getting the job, not you. So it would be better suited for us to create our own jobs and hire our own people in our own community so we can survive. Or more are you going to be homeless? That's why I always focus on creating our own jobs. Me, I said, I got to create my own job. My wife, I told her, uh-uh, you have a gift. You have a gift. You Okay, you got the baby, fine. You're going to quit that job and work in your gift. And that was one of the best decisions ever for her. She would have never got to the point where she's at right now if she'd been working that doggone job at UTMB. She, she was, she's in a good position right now because she created her own job. Nobody can take her job from her and nobody can take my job either. When you create your own job, you don't have to worry about immigrants coming across. They're not your problem. And people who are entrepreneurs walk into a better financial position because rest assured working a job a lot of times, especially for these folks, Working a job for them folks, they're not going to pay you right. And that's what they like to do. But but you will see what that's going to end up. That's why if you're not creating your own job, black people, in the next five or ten years, you're in trouble. Because they're not going to be hiring black people. And you can cry you can cry discrimination, but you know what they're going to say? It's not discriminatory because we're hiring Latinos. So so we're hiring people that's minorities, right? That's what they got you about that's what they got you about the balls. Every single time. But when are you going to wake up? When are you going to wake up and stop voting for, for them at the tune of 87% and be disrespected the most? And the whole world see us being disrespected. It's embarrassing how much we are disrespected. And, and, and I have to give an account when I travel about how we're disrespected. I got to hear it. What could I really say? But but keep my mouth shut or say, hey, I didn't do that. I said, well, why do you keep doing it? Don't ask me, bro. I don't know. I don't even know. I guess I, I guess they like oppression. I guess they like the white man's foot foot on your neck. I guess they like it. I guess. What else could I say? They don't want to unify. I was at 87%. You unify to keep the keep the white supremacist foot on your neck. That's what you unify for. Or unify to harm another black person. Unify for that. But you want to unify to, to, to free black people. But you're going to be put in such dire straits. You're going to be forced to. And unfortunately, I hate that about us as a collective. We got to be put in such dire straits for us to get our act together. Why can't we do it without all that? But let me know what y'all think about the Democrats pandering. Talking about reparations now. You know, I mean, and they're going to keep doing that until you show them not to play with you.